The following is a summary of a series of emails I actually received from one of my brides over the course of a few months. Hi, Gina. I've sent the deposit and I'm so excited to have you do hair and makeup for my wedding. Hello again. Unfortunately, we're going to have to move the date. Hopefully you're still available. Hi, I hate to have to do this, but I need to cancel all my bookings with you. Me again, are the dates still available? We've had a change of plans and would like to rebook. My fiance and I have finally decided to call off the wedding. Please cancel all our dates once again. I look forward to working with you once I find a better man. Hi, I'm so embarrassed to have to do this, but we figured it out. Please ignore my previous message. Hello again, please ignore the last message that I sent. Wait, what? Woman, I had to get more clarity. What's going on? You know what? I listen to your podcast and I know that you've been through it all. So I'm just going to ask you, I'm having a hard time deciding if we should go through with this wedding. What's the problem? I'm engaged to someone with a crazy mom. Hello and welcome to this mother loving episode of Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. Are you having issues with your in-laws? Are you confused as to why you just can't seem to get along no matter what you do? You always end up being criticized, undermined, disrespected, and drowning your sorrows in a bottle of red wine? Well, you're not alone. Terry Apter, a psychologist who conducted more than two decades of research at the Newman College, found that 60% of women admitted the relationship with their female in-law caused them long-term unhappiness and stress. What's the deal? As a bridal makeup artist, people are always asking me for bridezilla stories, and I often say, it's barely ever the brides that I have to worry about, and much more often than what I call momzilla. So many times, the moms cause issues by wanting to control the spending, she wants the spotlight to be on her, or she wants to criticize the planning, the list goes on and on and on. Hell, we even had one mom pull up to the ceremony in her very own wedding dress. Yep, that happened. Today, we're going to make some sense of all this. So grab your headphones and run. Don't walk somewhere that she's never going to find you and get ready to laugh along to an episode that explores what you should do about a monster-in-law who's got you singing the blues. Let's go. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses and laughing at ourselves along the way. (laughs) Now here's your favorite hype woman. Jaina Marie. Well, damn. I never realized what a hot topic this was until I reached out to my Instagram family by posting a simple question on my Instagram story. The question that I asked was, how do you feel about your mother-in-law? And wow, the answers came flying in. I put my phone down for two minutes, literally, picked it back up and already had 30 responses. Some of you couldn't wait to say what was up. Of course, not everyone wanted to complain, but here were some of my favorite answers. And of course, always anonymous because Lord knows I'm not trying to cause more drama between you and your (laughs) mother-in-law. She's fake as fuck. She treats me so differently compared to her daughters, yet says that we're all the same to her. A piece of fucking work who wouldn't ever admit fault and will forever twist everything. She's a lazy, entitled bitch. I love her most of the time, but if she lived in the same country as me, I probably would not. I'll have to put eye drops in my eyes to fake tears because I'll be too happy to cry when she dies. She should have married her son. She's my bestie. Not 
my mother-in-law showing up hours late for makeup and hair twice. Yep, that was a past bride of mine, and she's not wrong. Her husband's mom was on her own schedule altogether during the wedding week. She just strolled in whenever she felt like for everything, and after showing up two hours late for her hair and makeup appointment with me, I was scrambling to try and get her ready in time. Aw, aren't they great? (laughs) According to the statistics, if you get along with your in-laws, you're actually the exception. Terry Apter found that two-thirds of daughter-in-laws believed that their husband's mother frequently exhibited jealous, maternal love towards their son. 75% of couples report having problems with an in-law, but only 15% of mother-in-law slash son-in-law relationships are described as tense. So it's significantly worse between a mother and the wife. Why is it so often difficult between these two women? What is it with moms being so weird about their sons? I saw it in my own family. My mom didn't pay too much attention to any of the men my sister and I married, but she's all up in my brother's business, super involved and interested in his love life. Of course, she always means well, but she's just so much more invested when it comes to his wife and what she says and does. It must be some kind of Freudian shit. Maybe it's a woman's competitive nature that we instinctively want to be the guy's favorite. We want to be the one who loves him more or better. I don't know. The most popular disagreements between mother-in-laws tend to be about how money should be spent and how the children should be raised. At the very core, it can be a battle to be the matriarch of the family, the female equivalent of a pissing contest. Like, who's the better cook? Who's the smartest? Who knows the husband the best? Who's the better mom? Who's calling the shots? And one article I found by the BBC put it this way. Both the mother and the wife are struggling to achieve the same position in the family, the position of the primary woman. Each tries to establish or protect their status and each feels threatened by the other. Could you see how this comes into play into your relationship? Does your mother-in-law try to show that she's the one in control? If so, why not switch it up a little bit? Why not try letting her think she's making the decisions? Like, ask her opinion once in a while, but you know, only when it's something that you really don't care that much about. (laughs) Like, ask for her feedback just so she thinks she's the shit, and then just go on your merry way. In other words, let's use a little reverse psychology on this bitch. Like, hey mom, I'm about to roast a turkey. Could you tell me some of your secrets? Or, we're planning our garden tomorrow, and I can't decide. Do you think we should go with sunflowers or marigolds? This way, she'll get the feeling that you respect and care about her opinion, you earn yourself some brownie points, and have more leeway when something comes along that actually matters to you. One interesting statistic that I found while researching for this episode showed the difference between how much conflict there was between a birth family and in-laws. And while there was a difference, on average, there's more conflict between in-laws, the difference was actually quite marginal, which is surprising considering how much hype there is for people's disdain for their in-laws. I mean, just look at sitcoms, movies, The Simpsons even. We all seem to have this meet the Fockers kind of impression when we think of in-laws, right? I did some thinking about this and I thought that maybe it's because while we may have conflicts with both sides of the family, The ones with our in-laws are so much more impactful because we aren't used to those people or their style of communication, and we tend to be far more forgiving of the ones who share our own DNA. I mean, let's be real here. It's already tricky navigating the relationships we have with our own parents. Imagine trying to deal with someone else's, especially when these aren't the people that we've chosen to have in our lives. We chose our person, our husband or our wife. We didn't choose the people that they came with. 
as you may or may not know, I've been married twice. So I've been uh, lucky enough to have two sets of in-laws. And I experienced firsthand the difference between family and in-law relationships. Now, this is kind of a strange example, but hopefully it paints the picture for you. Now, one thing about me is I don't go to the washroom in front of my person and I definitely wouldn't fart in front of him. I want him to be sexually attracted to me. So in my opinion, there needs to be a little mystery. I don't want you seeing me on the toilet and I definitely don't want to see you. My parents call me a prude for this, but I'll never change my mind when it comes down to it. Both of my longest relationships were seven years each, and neither of those guys can say that they ever saw me poop or heard me toot. Anyways, knowing how I feel about bodily functions and sounds, imagine my delight when I realized that marrying a French guy meant having to be okay with parents who were super comfortable just letting her rip whenever nature calls. And the worst part was they never said, excuse me, no sorry, no pardon me. You know what they would say whenever they passed gas? Oops. Or, uh uh-oh. So trying to watch a movie with these two would sound kind of like, oops. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Every time my stomach would do a backflip. Who are these people farting in my house? I was repulsed, annoyed, and seriously considered asking the minister who married us if gassy parents was grounds for divorce. Now, fast forward to one of my family functions. I'm in the kitchen helping clean up after dinner and my dad walks up with a really serious look on his face and goes, hey, Gina, can you help me out for a second? Can you just pull my finger? Confused. I give it a gentle tug and at exactly the same time, he lets out such a deadly fart that I'm surprised he didn't have to check his pants. My response? And I roll in a, oh, dad, you're so funny. Can you see the difference? Everybody's farting, but only one family's making me want to leave the country. Of course, rude toots are nothing compared to the drama that some of my brides have gone through. After 18 years of working in weddings, some of the classic mother-in-law moves that I've seen have been picking apart the things that the bride has chosen, saying backhanded compliments, passive-aggressive statements, or even bold disses, and some try to take back control by being a menace or showing up super late or even wearing the wrong thing. Which reminds me of this one destination wedding that I did. Oh my goodness. The bride was hosting an event and very clearly told all the guests that she wanted them to wear white. It was a white party. So they did. Except for the groom's mom and sister who wore matching shades of hot pink. The problem was that the bride knew that the group's family thought she was marrying him for his money and didn't really support the wedding. So I remember holding her as she cried and trying to explain that as long as she let this get to her, they won. I told her to go back to her party, slap a smile on her face and act like she didn't even notice. She did just that. But when she got her pictures back, she had her photographer edit the mom and the sister out of every single one. And if it was impossible, she told the photographer to make the pictures black and white. Years later, I was doing hair and makeup for a maternity shoot for her, and we talked about that event. She said, Now that we've been together for six years, his family trusts me more. And we could be a lot closer, but every time I start to feel like I like them a little bit more, I just can't help but ask myself, why couldn't they have just worn white to my party? If we consider that quote about how much each woman is wanting to be the matriarch, I picture her mother-in-law thinking, there's no way this chick is going to tell me what to wear.
in this situation, the resentment lasted for years, but it could have been completely prevented. Now, I'm going to get a little bit controversial here and say that it actually didn't have much to do with the bride or the mother-in-law at all. Are you ready for this? I'm going to tell you where I would place the blame. It's the groom. There's no way he didn't see what his mom and sister were going to wear that day, and he should have told them that the dress code was white. The bride didn't even have to know that it had been a conversation. Instead, he let his mom walk out of her hotel room in hot pink, and all his wife saw was his mom and sister giving a big fat middle finger to her wishes. I mean, come on, how was it supposed to make her feel, especially because she had honored all of his family's traditions? Another bride that I worked with told me that her mother-in-law was so against her marrying her son that as soon as they announced their engagement, she threatened to take her son out of the will, remove him from the family businesses, and just to prove her disdain, not only was she not going to be at the wedding, but she said that she was going to be all the way in India on the day of the event, and she meant it. The groom said, fine, you can do anything you want, but I'm marrying her anyways. On the day of the wedding, the only parents that were there were the ones of the bride. And it's too bad, too, because I don't think I'd ever seen a couple so in love with each other before. But this groom defended his bride. The two of them were unshakable. And now the bride was confident in his love for her. And at the end of the day, that's what matters most. And with that, I have a message to the men out there. Hey, Are you listening? Okay? Your, Your wife, wife married you because she wanted a lover, a partner, and a provider. But more than that... She left her family to be with you thinking she would be protected. When your mom acts crazy or disrespectful, demeaning or just plain mean to your wife, it's your responsibility to stand up for her. Now that you're married, you're a team. You are one and you're now your own family. Yes, it sucks so bad to have your mom and wife not get along. I get it. I mean, who wants to be stuck in between the woman who drove you to baseball and the one who licks your balls? But as long as your wife isn't acting crazy, you need to talk to your mom. It's not your wife's job to defend herself in your family. Keep in mind, your family will forgive you. They love you no matter what, but they might not forgive her if she has to stand up for herself or heaven forbid, say something that she shouldn't. It's just not the same. So you need to be the one to stand up. I know, I know it might be scary, but if you're grown enough to get married, then you're grown enough to tell your mom that she's overstepping a boundary. Okay. Anyways, I've got some more crazy mom stories, trust me. There was one mother-in-law who insisted on joining the bride and groom on their honeymoon. Could you imagine? So, how did you two sleep last night? I was thinking about ordering us some room service. Who's up for waffles? Then there was the mother-in-law who was so excited to have grandbabies. <laughs> She handmade lingerie for the bride. And I'm not talking a cute little bralette and hand-stitched thong. I'm sure you're probably picturing something done with crochet needles or something. Nope. This woman made a drool-worthy, strappy leather situation complete with studs and everything. I'm talking this bitch went full BDSM. The only possible explanation that I could come up with is that at some point she must have found his porn stash. I mean, this shit was impressive. Actually, when the bride showed me, I acted shook with a tablespoon of disgust but deep down inside I was wondering hmm I wonder if she could make something in my size <laughs>
In the South Asian community, as well as other Eastern cultures, it's very normal for married couples to live with their in-laws. Now, I know that somewhere a white person heard that statement and said out loud, Oh, hell no! (laughs) But actually, I completely get it. Why wouldn't she want help with your kids, help with the bills? And in a perfect world, it could be a great way of life. However, if things aren't going well, it could be pure hell. In fact, while doing weddings, I've met many mothers of the bride, like I'm talking 50 plus year old women who are still suffering with their mother-in-laws. They're being bullied or disrespected constantly. I remember having a very candid conversation with one mother of the bride. She was telling me how horrible her mother-in-law was, that she'd been living with her since she got married in her early 20s, and this old boot criticized everything she cooked and even claimed that she was trying to poison her sometimes. I could tell she was at her wits end with this woman because when I joked, want me to push her off the roof for you? She actually looked at me like, would you? (laughs) So I asked, what has your husband said to her? Does he stand up for you? And she said, he is afraid of her. So imagine, for all these years, this woman had to endure the pain of dealing with her mother-in-law because her husband didn't have enough hair on his chest to tell his mom to chill the fuck out. Don't be that dude. No woman should have to endure feeling uncomfortable in her own home. That's a horrible way to live. And I tell this to almost all my brides who'll be living with their mother-in-laws. If you have a problem with her, tell your husband and let him decide if it's important enough to bring up. Why? Because like I said, that's her son. She'll forgive him. She might not forgive you. So back to the question, should you marry a man with a crazy mom? Okay, I'm going to start off by saying that there can be some perks. It's true. One theory that I have is that a man can only handle a woman who's as crazy as his mom. Stick with me here. His mom sets the tone, right? So her level of crazy is his normal. Think about it. If you're with a man whose mom was super accommodating, apologetic, low-key, then good luck getting away with any kind of cray-cray. The first sign of what the fuck, and he's going to think you're the wicked witch of the West, but... Meet a man whose mom put him in his place, lost her shit over little things, and made crazy demands, and his tolerance for bullshit is going to be so much higher, so that could be a plus, right? I say this because I actually experienced it firsthand, so it's really hard for me to hide how I'm feeling because I have a super expressive face, and sometimes my face will actually read that I'm even more upset than I really am. But anyways, my first ex had a mom who catered to his every need. He was so spoiled. He ran her life. Like, she tiptoed around him constantly and did all she could to keep him happy. So imagine, if he and I got into an argument and I made even the slightest annoyed facial expression, he'd lose his shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Meanwhile, my second mother-in-law was the most expressive, vocal, loud, and opinionated woman I'd ever met. She stayed in a constant state of unimpressed. (laughs) So I could make all the faces, say all the things, and he would barely even notice. In fact, I had to almost go crazy in order to get his attention. So do you see what I'm saying? Find a guy with a crazy mom and you'll get away with everything. (laughs) Now, if you forget everything else I said in this episode, just remember this. Just remember this. Here's the key takeaway and the piece of advice that I gave to the bride who asked me the question that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. There are couples with horrible in-laws whose marriages last a lifetime. Then there are other relationships with great mother-in-laws and they still manage to fall apart. A mom doesn't make or break a relationship. Your connection does. A mom 
doesn't make or break a relationship, your connection does. That's why when dealing with a mother-in-law, the most important question that I ask is, do you feel supported by your man? Because that's what really matters. Of course, this doesn't count if you're the problem, but if you're in a situation where a mom is being nasty or disrespectful and it bothers him as much as it bothers you, then it hasn't infiltrated your relationship and you'll most likely be A-OK regardless. The real problem is when he constantly takes her side or leaves you to fend for yourself. Then we have a problem. So back to the bride I mentioned at the beginning of the show. This was exactly what I told her. She took a day to think about it and she got back to me. She said, Now that I think about it, he's never supported me when it came to her. And maybe that's the part that hurts the most. So after all that back and forth and indecision, she finally made up her mind. She called off the wedding and I talked my way out of a booking. But hey, what can you do? I'd rather lose a bridal package than have someone live a life of misery. Now here's something to keep in mind. At the end of the day, we don't have to let anyone affect us this much. You choose how much you let someone's bullshit affect you. So why not treat a misbehaving mother-in-law kind of like you would a bratty kid at the grocery store? Just ignore her. Look the other way. Don't let it sink in. Master the art of laughing it off. Like, <laughs> what a dumb cunt. <laughs> you could daydream about finding a lover without a crazy mother, but guess what? New guy's probably going to have a crazy sister. <laughs> so to finish off this episode, I need to share more of those responses I received since there were so many and some were quite hilarious. So again, the question was, how do you feel about your mother-in-law? She's a huge trigger and gives me anxiety whenever I know I'm going to see her. I love mine. I love her so much, but I've had to put her in her place a few times because in my house, I'm the queen. I love her, but the emotional incest vibes are real. She's in constant communication with his previous ex and lies about it constantly, but they still post about their meetups on Instagram. Well, I haven't talked to her in almost a year and it's been the best year yet. <laughs> she's a nice lady, but I wish we could find her mute button sometimes. Eh, she's good after she's had a drink. Let's just say if a train was coming, I wouldn't warn her. She's my favorite person. I used to be annoyed by her, but as I get older, I don't care as much because I've learned how to let things go. And maybe that's the key right there. Learning how to let things go. Have you ever heard that saying, you can either be right or you could be happy? <laughs> Sometimes it's just not worth the battle. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and hopefully it helps you with your relationship with your in-laws. If you know someone else who could use this advice or maybe just someone who could use a little BLE in their life, could you pretty please share this show with them? I hear every time you do, somebody's horrible mother-in-law burns her mouth on her coffee. It's true. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in. Now until next week, please go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass big lash energy everywhere you go. Thanks so much.
close, that's why I'm yelling, damn James. Would you fit me in if you can? Damn James, I know you the one with the plan. Damn James, there's no time to waste. Would you make damn James? Could you make me up right now? Damn James, would you fit me in if you can? Damn James, I know you the one with the plan. Damn James, there's no time to waste. Would you make damn James? Could you make me up right now? Damn James, would you fit me in if you can? Uh, I know you the one with the plan. Yeah, there's no time to waste. Would you make me up? Could you make me up right now?